This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, yesterday marked the beginning of National Volunteer Week, so we're going to take an opportunity to reflect on that uh, and talk a little bit about uh, where volunteering is at, the changing face of volunteering, the theme for our discussion this morning. Uh, joining me today from Volunteer South, Lisa de Clark and Hagino Baker. Morena, lovely to have both of you with us. Thanks for coming in. Morning. Lisa, Hi. we've met before, of course. Hagino, welcome. Um, tell us a little bit your, about yourself. You're working as an administrator with Volunteer South? Yes, um, I'm originally from Japan and um, I came to New Zealand as an exchange student um, uh, to the Otago University and um, I kind of lived here on and off maybe five years, yeah, and um, I started working for Volunteer South from April this year. So, look, here you are, someone relatively new to coming and working uh, for that organisation, and given that it's uh, National Volunteer Week, I have to ask, why? What attracted you to the role? Mm, um, I personally do volunteer. Um, I, I have been, uh, I have volunteered in multiple roles from uh, growing organic vegetables to civil rights investigation. Um, currently, I work. Um, I volunteer for Orokone Eco Sanctuary, and um, yeah, I just feel passionate about volunteering in general and the opportunities that gives you. And um, that's why I was attracted to this organization. Well, it's great to have you as part of the bigger team here at Dunedin Community House. Mm. Nice to have you around. Uh, Lisa, Thank good you. to have Hagino on board. Absolutely. She's amazing. And so much of what she does is so it brings the passion to everything that we do. So it's very good to have her on board. Let's talk about volunteering in, in the wider sense, Lisa, because I know um, you'll have your finger on the pulse all the time about uh, about trends in the area and your experience of what's happening on the ground here in this region with volunteering. I, I guess you know, for some of us, we might expect that volunteering is often being something that people turn to when they perhaps have come to the end of their conventional career or working mm. life. Not so much anymore. No, no. So at the end of last year, we were um, quite amazed by the types of new volunteers that were coming through to us. Um, predominantly uh, women aged between 30 and 59 who were in full-time employment. Um, and uh, made the joke last week it's probably because they wanted to get out of the house a little bit more. Um, but uh, at the beginning of this year, we started seeing a, a, a significant shift towards uh, people under the age of 30. So at the beginning of the year, 62% of those people who were looking for new opportunities were under the age of 30 and usually in full or part-time employment themselves. Um, and at the end of May, that shifted up to, to 71%. And we've had anecdotal um, information from, from organisations who are working with those predominantly youth volunteers. Um, they feel that the, those youth are being blocked out of employment just simply because of the, um, the, the employment shape at the moment. And they have um, basically gone to volunteering for a either a career change or to find out what their passion is something that that really builds their cv and those are the types of people who are now coming through the doors and for them because they don't know how long um they might 
it might be before they find a job. A long-term opportunity is usually around about six months. So it's a real significant shift uh, from what people have perceived volunteering to be the realm of uh, even two or three years ago. It has been changing for a very, very long time to, to this kind of shift. But unfortunately, um, it took lockdown a, a way for us to actually see a real that real significant shift towards youth volunteering. And so those organisations that traditionally rely upon volunteers need to adapt to that new workforce. What's your feeling about about how the sector in general is responding to these changes? Well, for the most part, um, New Zealand didn't have a very long lockdown and we're all very grateful for that, I'm sure. Um, the difficulty in that... The shift from volunteers has meant that there needs to be a lot more flexibility and a lot more adaptability in the way that um, people run their volunteer programs. Um, but because we didn't have the ability to to really extend and cement some of those um, things that we we're doing during lockdown, where there was a lot of collaboration, a lot of support, and a lot of sharing of resources, um, the the shift hasn't necessarily become more permanent in the in the voluntary sector and so all the things that we were doing really well in uh, lockdown haven't necessarily uh, become more permanent so that they're actually reflecting the types of people who are coming through and volunteering at the moment and so the difficulty that we're finding is that there are a lot of new volunteers coming in who um, can't find roles simply because they are still the more traditional ones where long term means you know one to five years and that just means that there's a lot more emphasis on events at the moment like the midwinter carnival uh, Could another reason why we're seeing a shift towards uh, younger people making a contribution in this area be, be because if you look across um, other areas of society and areas where activism is taking place mm. it's you know younger people are involved in that they're seeing you know the impacts of what well, I say of covid but of mm. of all sorts of other things that are going on in the world at the moment and they're saying hold on um if if this is the f- future that we want for ourselves we need to build it ourselves and yes. and so apart from looking at it from the point of view of hey what can volunteering do for me in terms of setting me up for a working life are they also making that contribution because they feel it's it's needed and warranted and they care about their communities oh yeah absolutely i mean all you have to do is look at the the climate change and um marches that they're organized by the schools uh, and you can see that young people are deeply passionate about vol- uh, about about the world, and volunteering just comes as a natural shift in that. In that, a lot of the the volunteering available is for those vulnerable people in the community or for um, environmental conservation causes. And so, if you really want to to have that significant change in the world, volunteering is a really good way to be able to do that. And those pathways from volunteering often um, helps them to be able to get some of that work experience that enables them to be able to come into that not-for-profit sector. Hagino, tell us a little bit about about your role. Are you helping match this this new workforce, if you like, with organisations that need it? Yes, um, we've got a huge resource and database um, in our system. So when people come in to talk about um, what they're interested in and what kind of uh, community they want to serve as a volunteer, I try to 
um, match them and the organizations and organization roles um, as um, as best as I can. Yes. So you will be in the front line in terms of experiencing some of um, some of these changes that Lisa's talking about. I wonder, as we um, look at National Volunteer Week, um, you know what what the week means for both of you. Um, perhaps you know you first, having um, being relatively new to the organisation. You know, what are your hopes for this week? Mm, um, I think um, we want to increase the visibility and. Um, also, as a as an organization, we want to increase the visibility and also um, increase the awareness uh, to other organizations um, the importance of volunteering and how much of um, some of the organizations' work have been done by volunteering. And um, I I understand that um, this awareness is. Um, it has a capacity to grow more, and um, also I guess it, it um, like Lisa said, um, as my, with my role, I met a lot of uh, university students um, who express um, the reason for volunteering as um, find a, a way to find their passion, and so I hope that um, people feel it as a kind of fun way to um, find their passion. Nice way of putting it. Mm. Lisa, given everything you've said about the changing face of volunteering, what's your hope for the week? Uh, Just that people have the ability to see that volunteering is a part of the fabric and the stitching that we have in in the society. I mean, Dunedin has really shown just how amazing it is in terms of that volunteering. And so... Just hoping that people will see a little bit more, perhaps investigate a little bit more, and um, for our volunteer-involving organisations and community groups, that um, they see the types of people who are coming through the doors and know that you know there there is that capacity to to involve people in a, a vastly different way than we have before. Yeah, so a, a time for those organisations who traditionally tap into volunteer support to actually re-examine the way mm. that they they offer their you know those opportunities to people it might require some significant rethinking yes absolutely and um it's definitely not an easy task when we know just how um the not-for-profit sector is usually short on time already but um, volunteer south does offer um, mentorship and dedicated support we're doing one-on-one um, support to new volunteer programs and existing volunteer programs for a variety of different organisations at the moment um, but also um, we have our volunteering expo coming up this week um, on Thursday through to Saturday and it's an opportunity to actually meet the people who are actually looking for volunteer opportunities at the moment as well. Tell us a little bit more about that, where is it and uh, when can we uh, talk to those people? <laughs> so um, the Volunteering Expo is this Thursday through to Saturday at the Meridian Mall in the ex-Hannah's store next to Typo. Um, and so it's three days from 10 to 4 uh, where there is a variety of different volunteer-involving organisations who will be showcasing their volunteer opportunities. Uh, and also Volunteer South will be uh, on site uh, for all those organisations who are unable to make it for whatever reason to be able to provide them with a little bit of support trying to find those meaningful roles for them. 
presumably there are some organisations who have got their own plans for how they're going to mark National Volunteer Week. Have you been hearing from them? Absolutely. So there has already been a massive um, response to National Volunteer Week on social media. Um, I've noticed about 50 different um, people thanking their volunteers over there. Um, And there is definitely um, a few organisations who are thanking their volunteers with morning tea and, and lots of other support like that. Yeah, okay, that's important, isn't it? There's, there's the big picture stuff that we've talked about. There's some, some real issues that the sector has to has to look at to tweak it, it going ahead. But right now, it's also about celebration too, isn't it? Mm. So perhaps this is a week in op- is an opportunity to get to the, the team together to acknowledge in some small way, uh, however it might be, um, that the gratitude that the organisation feels for the contribution that's being made and the difference that people are making. Absolutely. Where would we be without our volunteers, that's for sure. Indeed, well, ORFM Dunedin relies uh, very much on its 200-plus <laughs> volunteers and and uh, from all of us here at ORFM, thanks to all of those people who make that contribution. Um, Lisa and Hagina, thank you so much for taking some time to join us this morning. I know you'll have a busy week ahead of you. Uh, and all the best um, for this continued transition in the sector. Uh, I know there's some great resources in here locally, and the team at uh, Volunteer South deserve a, a pat on the back too for all of their work. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for joining Thank us. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.